0: episode 224 of manage the wild i'm your host nick madsen colorado is bringing wolves in and in this episode we're going to talk about what you need to know not about how you feel about it uh wolves are always controversial they always will be i personally don't have a problem with wolves um in big game scenarios or agricultural scenarios uh some people have really strong feelings one way or the other i am i'm i've lived in states where wolves were at i've been in states where wolves were at and i see both sides on why people want them and why people hate them it makes sense to me on both sides but this is what we know colorado's wolf restoration and management plan was unanimously unanimously approved by the colorado commission they had a bunch of work in putting together a bunch of professionals, a bunch of stakeholders. They had large public meetings with over 4,000 comments. What was wanted is the state wants to reintroduce wolves uh, back into the state of Colorado from Idaho, Montana, and other states, Oregon and Washington. And their goal is to release roughly 10 to 15 wolves per year for a total of 30 to 50 over the next three years, depending on the recovery success. They've already identified the sites where they're going to release them. Uh, one is Glenwood Springs, Kremling, Vale, Aspen, focusing on state and private land with willing landowners. Downlisting from the state endangered to state threatened will occur when a minimum count of 50 wolves happens. So as soon as they get to 50, they will reduce them from endangered to threatened on the state level. And then delisting from threatened to a non-game status will occur when the minimum count is uh, 150. That still means you can't hunt them. So they're going from state endangered to state threatened to non-game, which means you can't hunt them, but they will be there at around 150 wolves. And they have to have two successive years of at least 200 wolves at any time. The status of the wolves, as we know, are federally endangered in Colorado and currently allows legal killing only in situations threatening human life. So, Colorado has requested a ruling under the Endangered Species Act, which granted would offer them the flexibility and potentially allowing lethal actions such as chronic livestock depredation. So, when they first passed the bill, it was Bill 23256. It didn't allow for reintroduction until uh, the rule. 10 was amended, but then they eliminated that because it was going to take too long. So Proposition 14 designates wolves as a non-game species. It'll prevent people from hunting them in Colorado, but Colorado, depending on how the population grows, will come back and reassess once the wolves are dead. Delisted. Here's the big thing: livestock owners will receive non-lethal materials in the case-by-case basis to reduce depredation risk. Compensation of up to 100 percent of fair market value of livestock, with a maximum of fifteen thousand per animal, will be provided for the confirmed death and injury resulting in wolf depredation. There's a lot going on. Uh, the one challenge uh, with the last one, the depredation, is it has to be proved that it was wolves. And so they got to get in there quick before there's any deterioration. But if you have a hundred thousand head out on the landscape, then it's going to be difficult to confirm those. That's often the challenges is to confirm them. Okay. Here's the updated information. Oregon has now agreed. uh, They got good communication going again. Oregon has now agreed to give 10 gray wolves to Colorado as part of the reintroduction. It involves them capturing, capturing and translocating the wolves from Northeast Oregon to Colorado between December of 2023 and March of 2024. So we've got in just a few months, they're going to start doing it. Uh, Colorado Parks and Wildlife, they're going to lead capture operations in collaboration with Oregon and its counterpart. Wolves will be sourced from the region of the northeast Oregon, where they are the most abundant. And so wolves uh, will, the removal of these wolves will not impact their conservation goals. All costs associated with the capturing and transporting of the wolves will be the responsibility of Colorado Parks and Wildlife. Uh, other translocation events I've been involved in, oftentimes they get money from outside sources, uh, whether it's, uh, so like, uh, mule deer foundation was helping on translocation on mule deer. They were providing funds, uh, bighorn sheep, uh, there was the sheep, wild sheep foundation. They were providing money to bring some into the state. So oftentimes there's money other than. Uh, The Colorado Parks and Wildlife, there'll be some possibly some outside money coming in. They're going to capture them using contracted helicopter crews and spotter planes, and um, some of them will have collars, and so it'll be uh, easy to help. For them to identify some of the pack sites. All the wolves, the 10 that are going to be brought in between December and March, will have collars placed on them. They'll take all their their measurements. They're going to take their data, their length, their weight, their blood. They'll get fecal samples. They'll check for parasites. They'll check it all. They'll check for disease before they are ever brought into the state. They'll check for disease because you don't want to bring state or disease animals across state lines. You can't do that. And if they're diseased, then you gotta put them in the quarantine facility and end up euthanizing them, which won't go well. Uh, Transport will be carried out. Uh, They're gonna use, uh, currently, they're gonna put them in crates and they're gonna either use a truck or a plane, depending on uh, the estimated timeframe of transport. Any animals with um, any injuries or health issues after that quarantine process, if they determine there's injuries, or health issues, they're not going to use those animals and they will be re-released. Um, efforts will be made, <laughs> this is interesting, efforts will be made to select wolves that have not been involved in repeated depredation. Colorado's saying, hey, we know depredation is going to happen, but we don't want ones that are your problem animals. If you've got a problem pack that is chronic on depredation, we don't want your problem animals. So they're going to try and pick some better ones. They are going to try and get an equal number of male and female wolves uh, for the reintroduction. And the majority of the reintroduced wolves will fall in the age frame between one and five years old, which is typical for wolves dispersing from their packs. So they're not going to get the old ones or the ones that have just come out of the den So there's been a lot of pressure since the Wolf reintroduction plan has been started. They wanted to get it done as soon as possible, and there's more and more pressure coming because they said they were going to do it, and so they are finally got it going. Um, They initially, they first asked Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana, but all of them, all of those states said, we don't want to be involved. That's kind of an interesting uh, conversation to have. That those states said no, we're not gonna I'm curious why I don't know it didn't say Washington said that uh, there was will they were willing, but they couldn't provide wolves before the end of the year like I guess it was such a, a close time frame that they just couldn't get it done based upon everything they have. Oregon has one of the lowest wolf populations uh, but yet it's these tenors still not going to impact their overall population. And it will be, uh, they are slated to begin December 31st, 2023. I am not gonna have the debate because personally I, I, I don't care whether wolves are coming into the state. I don't care if wolves come into the state of Utah. Yes, they're gonna kill wildlife. Yes, they're gonna kill ag. But again, I kind of have this feeling of coexistence, and I am not (coughs) anti-predator. I'm not anti-wolf. I do believe in managing them, though. If they are going to be here and they're going to cause depredation, then you should be able to manage them. I also believe, though, that these outside groups that are trying to stop hunting the pressure to hunt wolves would be reduced if they were giving the ranchers who are experiencing the loss uh, they would be more likely to tolerate the animals. I come from an ag background, so I understand the pressure that they are facing i understand i've my family was a sheep family up in Idaho, and I understand the the depredation issues that arise from that. So it's not like I'm I'm pro-wolf. I am just understand that coexistence is okay. Uh, people are going to argue that these aren't the wolves that were here before, and it is what it is. Uh, Colorado, the people of Colorado have agreed to bring those animals. They wanted them in. The majority passed it. So they're coming in, so you might as well just deal with it. But I also believe that there needs to be a management side because you can't have a whole bunch of predators just growing and growing because then your depredation needs are, are going to get become too big. And so I think that there needs to be this balance between management and coexistence. So I'm comfortable with that. I'm not debating on whether they should or shouldn't bring him in. Um, if Utah said that they were going to bring him in, uh, I personally wouldn't oppose it. Uh I've, lived in Alaska. I've seen them hunt up there and what they've done. Uh, A family that runs sheep and cattle, and I understand the agricultural side of the argument, but I also understand coexistence and allowing them to come in. Uh, The one thing that I will say, though, I am interested in is there are people that I dealt with who have chronic depredation issues when it comes to elk on their fields. The one thing I would be curious of is elk would no longer, if wolves were here, elk would no longer be able to sit in some of the areas that they sit because the elk would follow or the wolves would follow the elk. That's just a theory of mine. But tell me what you guys think, Uh, Colorado. uh, I'm neither against or for it. Personally, uh, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. But tell me what you guys think. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button if you did. Uh, Hit the like button. Share it with your friends, family. Help the podcast grow. And I hope you guys have a great day. Stay wild.